Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of this week's Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, We have a great show for you today. Uh, I can't wait to get to it, but I will because first we need to hear this message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. We have with us Suzanne Parker. She's the executive director of Girls Inc. of the Valley. How are you today, Suzanne? I'm great, George. Thank you for having us on. We have we have nothing to talk about today, do we? <laughs> we have so lots good. to talk about. <laughs> we have a new Girls Inc. in Holyoke that is just about ready to open its doors. Very, very exciting. Uh, you've got events coming up. You've got a lot of things happening. A, a very exciting time for Girls Inc., uh, I must admit. One of my favorite nonprofits in the region. So before we go any further, we're going to talk about your new home in Holyoke. But uh, there might be a few of our listeners, maybe one or two, who, who don't know what Girls Inc. is all about. Why don't you just briefly give us a snapshot? Yeah, so Girls Inc. is an organization that serves youth, primarily girls and gender expansive youth, ages 5 to 18. And we've been around uh, for over 40 years in the Holyoke area, and we now serve Chicopee and Springfield as well. And our mission is to inspire girls to be strong, smart, and bold. So we have amazing um, activities and programs that engage youth um, in ways to think around, again, strong. We think about health and wellness smart. We think about educational access and science, technology, engineering, and math. And bold, we really think about leadership skills and preparing uh, kids for those uh, life skills and goals. So it's a great program. We've been around for a while and we're excited about all the things uh, that are coming up. Okay. And uh, at the top of that list, obviously, would be your new home in Holy. Okay. Recently, I went out and, and took the, the dime tour. Actually, I think it was the half dollar tour. It was a very good <laughs> tour. Very exciting what's going on there. Now, this has been a uh, project that you've been working on for for several years now. Um, Holyoke, uh, I'm sorry, Girls Inc. has been in its same home in downtown Holyoke for for 40 years now. Um, you've known for a long time you needed to be in a new home, and and now you're getting there. But this has been a, a learning experience on on a number of different levels, and just a great experience, uh, not just for you and your board, but for the girls who are taking part in it. Uh, it's been a chance to. Uh, get the word out about Girls Inc. to to give people an education and all that you do. Um, it's been difficult. It's been a challenge. Uh, there's been lots of times when you've been probably pounding your head against the wall, but it's also been just a great opportunity. Can you talk about the juxtaposition of those two things? Yeah, I love that you talked about the involvement of the kids and the girls and the participants. We really wanted this building to uh, have the feel that, you know, this is Holyoke's building. It's the Girls Inc. building. It's the neighborhood's building. We really wanted to involve everybody um, in the community around that. So early on, we had some of the youngest kids in our program going through the building and asking them, you know, 
what would they like to see in this space? You know, how, what kind of things do they want to have in the, in the play area, in the backyard? And it's been really great to, to infuse, you know, their input throughout. We had older teens actually working with architects a couple of summers ago in our STEM programming, looking at the design of the building, learning about architects, both landscape architecture and gen, um, you know, how does it work to design a building? And we gave over some of those design decisions to the teens, you know, the people that are going to be using the building. So that participation from our youth has been uh, really, really exciting. Our board, um, you know, it's been a journey, as you mentioned, uh, you know, we knew the clock was ticking on the current facilities. We'd been uh, renting space uh, for a very, very long time. We had a very long lease with um, another local youth serving organization here in Holyoke, the Boys and Girls Club. We knew that was coming to an end, but we wanted to find the space that was gonna meet our needs, you know, the future needs into the future. So um, we were so fortunate to find 480 Hamden Street and it checked off a lot of boxes and it's been a, an amazing experience for us. Okay. Talk a little bit more about this this whole process of of finding a new home. Now you looked at uh, I think you joked that you looked at every property in Holyoke <laughs> yeah. before you settled on this and and you uh, lots of opportunities maybe lots of, of places that might have worked none of them perfect uh and now you're in a place yeah. that's not totally perfect but it, it's just about everything that you had hoped. Yeah. So, you know, Holyoke, Holyoke's our home, right? This is where our, we are headquarters, where we're founded. Um, so there was a lot of connections and we were really committed to staying in downtown Holyoke uh, as we, you know, tried to find our new headquarters. And I think early in 2016, um, you know, quite a few years ago now, right? Um, we started in earnest to realize the clock was ticking. We knew we were going to have to secure a location by, you know, April 2023. We had to have a space. We knew it was a big project. I'd never done anything like that, George. So uh, mm -hmm. I went along with uh, two of the board members at the time. Uh, Children's Investment Fund does an incredible uh, multi-day training on, you know, facilities projects for, you know, people like me, people that are running youth programs, you know, how to, to uh, pull that together. Um, the biggest takeaway for me from that was I needed expertise on the board. You know, we needed some leaders on in our organization that had that expertise that could bring some of those resources to help us through the project. So we um, reached out to uh, Chris Boino, who was at the time president of Western Builders, and he was incredible. He uh, volunteered so much of his time in helping support us. You know, who did we need to talk to? Who could we reach out to? And we started on the journey of the, all these field trips. Uh, Chris and I, and he'd bring different people that he works with at different times, walked through so many buildings. At some point, he looped me in uh, to Elon uh, Tierney at Kuhnel Architects, who's now the principal there. And um, the three of us, I think, we probably, again, I used to joke, you know, we went through the armory uh, building here in Holyoke, uh, and two weeks later, you know, somebody fell through the stairs. You know, we, we went through a lot of buildings that needed a lot of work. Some of the projects, you know, we just knew it was too big. You know, it was the, while the, the location might be great, uh, the building was going to need too much, you know, it was too big of a project for us to tackle. Or maybe... The building was in great shape, but there was no parking accessible. You know, there was, you know, we needed parking. So we 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 really had a sense of what we wanted. Uh, we knew how much square footage we needed. 
um, but it was finding the right, right location that was the challenge. So, um, you know, when the pandemic came um, and happened and just disrupted all of our lives uh, in that the the one, I guess, a hugely positive thing that came out of that was the building at 480 Hamden Street then became available um, and for sale. And I think that, um, you know, whoever said, you know, buying a building in the middle of a pandemic was a great idea. Uh, for us, it actually has worked out. Um, it became available for us. We looked at it. We checked off so many boxes of the things that we were looking for. And uh, and here we are. But it was a long, I would say, four years of looking through buildings and, and pursuing different projects. And some, we actually had full-on, you know, test fit designs from the architects, you know, does this meet our needs? How would we work it out? And for various reasons, you know, just different projects didn't make sense for us. So, but we're so thrilled. Uh, the location is amazing. Such great visibility. It really is the gateway into the city from, you know, coming over the bridge of 202. Um, and, you know, there it is. Uh, it's really a wonderful, a wonderful location for us. Okay, you're listening to Business Talk, the podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Make. We're talking with Suzanne Parker. She's the Executive Director of Girls, Inc. of the Valley. We've been talking about the, the new building uh, in Holyoke, which should be opening its doors soon. And the journey, as she described it, to get from where we were to where we are today. And uh, you mentioned the learning experience for some of the girls who've been involved in it, right down to lessons in marketing and, and architecture and all of these things. But this is also a, a project where they've got to watch a lot of women take leadership roles uh, and, and and see how that works. And talk about that a little bit. Uh, this been a project, it, it's about girls and women, but it's also being led by women. And, and that, that's got to be very inspiring for the girls who are watching. It's really inspiring for the girls. It's inspiring for all of us. You know, we are a woman-led organization. We take pride in that. Our whole mission is about inspiring girls to be strong, smart, and bold. So we really wanted to be leading by example, right, in this project. So I would start with our board. We have an incredible uh, board and executive committee of women um, that really, you know, wanted to make the right decisions around this. Uh, so we, we, you know, they, they made sure we had a 10-year pro forma, that we were looking at our financial uh, forecast, making sure we had a solid plan. Uh, but they were really brave and bold in, in making the decisions to move forward. So I would start with the incredible women um, that are on our board as leaders. Uh, Kuhn Riddle Architects and uh, under the leadership of Elon Tierney, and she brought in another architect, Heather, uh, on the project. They have been incredible to work with. I have to say, George, I don't think I had I had no idea <laughs> what it meant to be an architect who would oversee a project like this. Every time we have our project team meetings, I am just amazed at the amount of mm. expertise and the technical work that they do on that. So the leaders in our architect firm, uh, we had um, WOLA, a woman-run landscaping architect firm, also involved in that project. Um, and then at Western Builders, while not woman-led, the folks in Western that were on our team, and we put this as a requirement for us when we were looking for our construction manager, we have Delyn Healy, who's one of their executives there, and she's just quite incredible in leading it. And Takara Green, who's, you know, every week she's keeping track of all of the subcontractors and all the funding and the costs. And it's it really is truly amazing to see 
all of the women. And even, you know, we have, um, we've been doing some of the environmental work, um, O'Reilly, Oaken and Talbot, again, a woman-led environmental uh, testing company. So there's just been so many. Oh, and on the financing, don't let me forget the financing piece. Uh, we've had uh, Vicki Krause at People's Bank um, and the folks at Mass Development. It, it truly has been uh, it, something that we were intentional about. Right? We really wanted mm-hmm. to make sure there were opportunities for women to take lead in this project. Um, and in our team, our staff team here, you know, we've got Sandra Loya, who is our business and operations. You know, we we love, love, love donning our red Girls Inc. hard hats. You know, we go up to the project team meetings and it's powerful, right, to say, you know, mm-hmm. we are the ones helping make these decisions or making this project come to fruition. Um, and it's it's been a, a learning and growing, but a, a tremendous opportunity for all of the women involved. Okay. Uh, before we uh, get on with that, you mentioned Eureka earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to kind of gloss over that. I want you to talk about yeah. Eureka a little bit for those who don't uh, may not know everything about this program. It's, it's one of my favorites. Uh, it introduces young girls to careers in STEM and, and kind of puts them on a pathway. Uh, if they're willing to get on it uh, and into careers in those areas. Tell our listeners how it works. Yeah, well, the first thing I would start with is, you know, is the question of why. I think pretty much everybody hears the headlines or sees the headlines around, oh, we need more people to go into, you know, computer science. We need, you know, people to be engineers and we really need people to go into, you know, accounting. There's a huge need for um, science, technology, engineering, and math professionals, right? So, and we know there's a huge gap that there's a opportunities there for women and particularly women of color. And what we need is opportunities for them to feel confident in STEM, to think about STEM careers, know what those college pathways are. So the Eureka program meets that need. So it's a five-year program, tremendous partnership with um, UMass Amherst, flagship flagship campus, and the College of Natural Sciences. They are our main uh, university partner on this. And imagine 70, or excuse me, 30 uh, seventh graders, they finish seventh grade and they spend the summer going back and forth for a period of four weeks where they are getting off the bus. Um, and then they are in all of the incredible facilities that UMass has to offer around STEM. So we've got um, teenagers doing um, experiments in the microbiology labs. They're learning about physics. They're learning about structural engineering um, and it's hands-on activity. So the professors at UMass and the grad students and the postdoc students, they're volunteering their time, which is truly amazing. They're volunteering their time to do these incredible hands-on, minds-on, engaging activities that helps girls feel confident in STEM, right? Because that's part of the issue. We want them to feel comfortable and confident like, oh yeah, I can do that. We have Girls Inc. lab coats. They've got everything they need. Um, And that's happening for four weeks. But we know it's more than just being inspired to think about a STEM career. It's also feeling confident in leadership skills and also taking care of themselves, their wellness. So it's a really comprehensive program. So they have the STEM workshops. They also have leadership development, personal development, but also health and wellness. So the teens are actually able to go to the athletic center there. And again, a group of volunteers at UMass, they do everything from, you know, core workouts and Zumba. They learn around healthy eating. So it's it's truly an amazing program. They get to do that for two summers. So they go after they finish seventh grade and eighth grade. 
And then in the third summer, um, they're all doing um, a so learning about civic engagement, right? We want kids to be able to learn the power that they have in their communities and how to take leadership and making positive change. So they do, um, you know, service learning projects and learn about civic engagement, which is really great. Fourth summer, and we know this is a key, key part of kids feeling uh, uh, as they think about planning their careers and their college um, journeys is um, actual work experience. So we work to have our fourth year students doing externships um, at local companies and organizations. So we've had teens actually work in the histology, histology labs at the Pioneer Valley Life Sciences Center. They've actually served as lab assistants at UMass with some of the professors there. Um, we've had externs, um, you know, doing a lot of different things. And that really, they're learning job skills, you know, mm -hmm. and they're actually getting paid, uh, which is huge. So, um, and then in the fifth year, it really is all about, okay, <laughs> you've been inspired. What's your pathway to college or career uh, track? So we do a lot around college mentoring. Um, right now, actually, we're getting ready for um, some um, supports, one-on-one uh, -on -one supports with uh, college essay writing. How do you make sure you're getting those college applications done and those scholarship mm -hmm. applications? So um, it's really exciting. We're going to be taking kids on a college um, trip, a college uh, visits. Uh, so all of that sure. is huge. And it works, George. Mm -hmm. And it works. Well, that was um, my, my question. The, yeah. uh, you've been doing Eureka for quite some time now. And I was wondering if you can actually kind of quantify or qualify results mm -hmm. in terms of, of not just introducing girls to these careers, but actually inspiring them to, to get into it, to go to school, to pursue. Are we, are we seeing some change here? Absolutely. So we look at the high school, well, first of all, at just high school graduation rates, right? The girls that are in our Eureka program are graduating and finishing high school at a much higher rate. They are 100% of them are graduating uh, high school. So that's Holyoke, Chickabee and Springfield schools, which is great. But going on into college and pursuing STEM careers. So we have students right now who are in the engineering department at UMass. And so we're tracking those college acceptances, those enrollments. And now we're also, it's we've actually just gotten some resources to help us track, because it's one thing to get into college, right? We also want to make sure they're, mm -hmm. they're persisting and they're completing their degrees. And so we're supporting in that. Um, I Just two weeks ago, George, one of the early Eureka Scholars from years ago, reached out to me. Um, she's now working on finishing her master's in public health. Great. Uh, now, it wasn't a straight journey for her, and I and I, you know, I love to hear those stories. But um, they are persisting. Um, they are uh, pursuing those STEM careers, and it's it's really exciting to see that happening. Okay, like you said, it, it's a great story to actually see those results because we've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, Absolutely. The, those fields need women. Uh, women should be inspired to get mm -hmm. into them. Uh, and all they need is is a little bit of encouragement um, and the, the knowledge that they can succeed in these fields. And, and it's, it's great to see it happening, very encouraging. So in the minute or two that we have left, can you just talk about how your new building in Holyoke is going to help you advance the mission mm -hmm. uh, and just take Girls Inc into its next era, if you will. Yeah, so at Girls League of the Valley, we are going to be uh, reaching a thousand youth uh, throughout Holy Chickabee Springfield area. And this building at 480 Hamden is going to be that hub. That's our place. That's our home, our headquarters, our program staff are going to be able to be there. 
Uh, but what's great about that location is there's easy access to 91. So we have incredible school partners in Chicopee and Springfield. So our staff will go out to the partners to be delivering that programming. And that building really will be that home base. But more importantly, we have program space in that building. So we're going to be welcoming kids and families into that space um, to provide all of the, the incredible programs that we have. Um, and I think just having a permanent home, you know, Holyoke is celebrating 150 years, right? It's it's really exciting. And we're a part of that. We're, we're re actually renovating a building that was built, you know, parts of it originally in the 1870s. So how cool is it to have this reuse of a building? It's being repurposed. It's being rehabilitated and preserved um, for exciting purpose moving forward. And we're we're really thrilled about that. All right. Very, very exciting. And you got um, some events coming up. Briefly tell us about those. Yeah, well, we couldn't we wouldn't be able to do this project without the most uh, the incredible supporters of uh, our Western Mass local businesses. So we've got a couple of things coming up in March. We're having a celebrate a milestone celebration. Um, we have reached over 90 percent of our campaign goal of raising five million dollars for our programming as well as for the building project so we're you know we've, we're inviting our wonderful uh business supporters like people's bank and uh, uh bank esb and chickabee savings bank there's been so much great support so we're going to have all those folks coming to see what they've helped us create um and of course our individual donors and and all of our our partners um you know, we've really, we really have gotten tremendous support, you know, folks from Mass Mutual and Collins Pipe, like all these great businesses. So we're hoping they all come on March 7th. It's the day before International Women's Day to sort of celebrate that milestone event. And then at the end of April, we're going to be in Springfield at the ba Basketball Hall of Fame. And I hope to see you there, George, as our Spirit of Girls event. We're changing it up a little bit this year. It's going to be an afternoon event. Um, and we we're going to have this building. We're getting ready to move in, but boy, we need to fill it with our programs and with our youth. So our goal, we're going to raise $100,000 on April 28th. I'm confident we can make that goal, but that's going to help provide this in, the programming for the kids this summer in that building. So it's I, I know we can meet that goal and, and we're really, really excited about it. Okay. Well, congratulations on everything. It's very, very exciting. Good luck to you moving forward. Thanks so much, George. Take care. Okay. Thank you for coming on today. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.